Another episode of But I Don't Know Though. I'm your co-host, Avery Mason, comedian actor, alongside Mr. Phil. Long story short, Hunt in the building. <laughs> Is that what I'm known as? I think that's what they like to refer to you as. You, you use that phrase a lot. Yeah, I'm sure <laughs> I do. So by the time you guys are hearing this, this is going to be the second of the long long-form episodes. Phil's idea is to have us just drop this two hours of us talking. Um, it don't got to be two hours. We can limit it. Normally we can, we talk we can say, all right, hour 20, limit. Yeah, right. Done. Yeah, okay. then In and out. We just got to be fast. Right, right. We try it. Then you hit it with the long story short. Hold mm-hmm. on a second. Let me just say this. <laughs> oh, it's my fault. <laughs> I know. Well, I talk a lot, too. But, <laughs> no, nah, I, I do be keeping us going, to be fair. But I be having a lot of shit on my chest. You feel me? You want to get you want to get your point off. I be I having a you. lot of shit on my chest. That's especially now that we've been, you know, somewhat isolated. Bro, that's what I'm here for. Now. I'm, I'm here to help you get it off your you chest, just bro. just be inside the crib stewing. Like, you know what the hell I want to talk about? about yeah bro let me move this back a little bit okay keep oh yeah it's still coming out perfect so um i'm just saying i'm here for you phil i'm here to help you get get it off your chest get man. it off the chest I'm, man. i'll need some therapy in the world of good news uh i got first club i'm gonna be working at uh well working um lol comedy club and that was i went there whatever night that was was that friday yeah i just went there to chill Really, just to kind of hang out. Hey, congratulations. And my man. boy, who was the host. We all know him. Shout out. Shall I put his name out? Okay. He's saying comics name in a good way. Yeah, shout out to Dom. Dom Leonelli. Known him since he moved here. Dominic Leonelli. That Dominic. Is. That's the full he name. He likes Dom. Oh. I know, but you know, what? his YouTube is Dominic Leonelli. Uh, it's so. Dom's, Dom's Delights or whatever he calls it. Yeah, yeah. Dom was hosted and I was coming to church. He was like, yo, you want five minutes? Introduced me to the owner. The rest is history. Your boy went up there. I rocked it. They asked me to do five. I ended up doing almost 15. Um, I almost felt like I had taken the sensu bean because I went numb. I'm not even lying to you. You ever have times you just be up there, not on autopilot, but you just yeah. you just in it. You can just, yeah, be so in the moment and so in the zone that you go, what was that? It's almost like an out-of-body experience. And that's how I felt because, I, I mean, I, I'm not saying I'm not funny. I'm just saying I know I'm funny, but what happened that night, and the reaction I got, I was not expecting. And he made the owner sit and listen. The owner kept checking in because he kept hearing the laughs. Like, yeah. like not just ha, ha, ha. I was like, ha, 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 ha. I was like. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. they give it up so hard. you like, are y'all fucking with me? Yes. Yeah, oh, you, are y'all joking? <laughs> that's what it felt oh, like. Joke's on me tonight. <laughs> and you get out the room and they're like, yeah, he didn't even know his fly was open this whole time. He's sitting there talking. His zipper was Hilarious. open. <laughs> and so I just, you know, I just stayed in it, bro. I didn't even try to question. I was like, look, whatever feeling I'm feeling right now, I'm not going to, I'm just staying there. Yeah, I'm just going to keep like, telling keep my that. jokes. Bro, they left me up there and it actually threw me another spot in the same night. So it was a good week. I got the audition for Broadway um, coming up this Friday. By the time this comes out, y'all may or may not, uh, it may have passed by, but I just, good vibes is coming. I feel like 
Yeah, because you be holding them and chopping yeah. up the podcast into six clips. You're like a serial killer that, that wants to cut up the body. That's right. I, I give them clues. Every week you get a different clue as to what we talk about for next week. Put half the body in one lake and half the body in the other. Yeah, exactly, man. But so far my week has been good, man. What about you, Phil? What you, what you uh, dealing with? Had a good week. Had a couple good shows, you know, trying to come back to life. Went and got my vaccine shot because I, I feel like those are the new freedom papers. Like, that's what's coming. I was at one club and four audience members got turned away for not having the paper. So <laughs> that's where we are now. It's like, oh. ooh, I recognize I better have my papers. <laughs> Master, I, I don't know Wednesdays went. Hilarious. But I swear I got the shot. You can see the needle marks right in my arm, Master. You know, some people might have different type of needle marks. It's not, <laughs> it's not the vaccine. It's, you know. Yeah, you know, other things. Not other H. Other <laughs> substances. <laughs> Methadone, whatever they call that stuff. Right. And that kind of sucks. And um, I got the vaccine, too, and I got the card. But New York has this thing called the Excelsior Pass mm-hmm. where you could just scan it. But when I try to do that, it didn't work. It didn't pull up my vaccine or nothing. And I'm like, well, what the fuck? It's not working. Mm-hmm. I, I reckon you're not free. Well, I got to keep my papers on me so I can show people. Look, I got my Moderna. Um, so I reckon you're trying to sneak up north, up yonder. Anyway, yeah, it, it's, it's weird, man. It's a weird new society we entering. I remember when COVID was first happening, they were saying they was going to have a drone flying around checking temperatures. <laughs> And I gotta be honest, I'm kind of like sad that didn't happen. That's the future I want. No, but people have been trying to shoot it down. It's, <laughs> there was a guy, something like that happened. Some guy in Staten Island said somebody was flying a drone over his house. Mm-hmm. He went and got his gun. Well, they're illegal in New York because the buildings are high. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. You know, if you get one in North Carolina, you can kind of just fly it around in the free airspace. There isn't much going on up past three stories in North Carolina or Indiana where I'm from. I don't want nobody calling in or inboxing uh, Avery Mason here huh. talking about hey, I'm in North Carolina. I live on the eighth floor. Fuck you talking about. Hilarious. Or they would sound a little more country. I, I'm in North Carolina. I reckon I'm in North Carolina. Is that how people and I in live? North nah, I'm making jokes about how they might not be free down there. Anyway. You ain't got your papers. You ain't free. But they don't have the technology. They won't hear this. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, so, you know, that's the thing in New York. They're illegal in New York. They, there was one that got caught carrying drugs across the border. They've been using them for that now. Okay. So even when they kept talking about build the wall, build the wall, it's like, man, them boys going to get the job done one way or the another. You know what's sad talking about finding drugs? They got to retire all these police dogs who sniffed the marijuana. I saw a report. The dogs are... You know, they don't, you can't teach them new tricks. So they're pretty much like, yeah, we're going to have to retire you guys because marijuana not illegal no more. And all them dogs, like, look, I found it. And they're like, yeah, it's, yeah. You want his reward or treat? And he's like, nah, not about today. that. Yeah, uh, not so much. Yeah, but I was, I was looking forward to that joint, man, because they kept selling us, you know, when we were kids. I'm 34. And, you know, back in 1992-ish, mm-hmm. we had the weekly readers, and they would say, like, oh, yo, you know, by the year 2000, they're going to be flying cars. Yes, ain't no uh, flying cars, dog. Uh, yeah, and it's probably a good thing, I mean. Oh, my God. 
No, we're not ready for flying cars because we can't control regular ones. Right. We can't. There's such bad drivers, people driving drunk. Can you Drink, imagine drinking a flying? A flying car and you're drinking. Right. You go crashing into the to Empire State Building. People think it's 9-11 all over yeah, again. Yeah, it's not going to be good. It's not 9-11. It's not, not terrorists. It's just Tim. He had way too many. Not going to go lunch. like you think it's going to go. Tim had way too many uh, drinks at lunch and... Um, yeah. It's like remember when you know every form of technology gets uh, ruined, like uh, Instagram lives and stuff like that. And we were like, "Oh, this is this will be a good form of communication." You know, no. if you're in another city, you just go on here, you say to your followers, "Hey guys, I'm in Ohio." That ain't what it, we was using it for. Remember, like when Facebook Live first came out, there was like two murders on it. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Uh, people killed with somebody killed himself on mm-hmm. one of them, and the another one he's shot. And they had to like now they have to approve them, or there's a delay on them. Yeah, yeah. It has to be because people are nuts, man. Yeah. There was one guy I remember seeing. It was funny to me. He, the the police were outside of his house. And he went on live. Yeah, y'all. It's the feds for me, man. They trying to get me, but I ain't coming out without a fight. You heard? Look here, this is my little girl. Click clack. Yeah. You want to come see me? You know how they talking? It's like, you don't come see me. I got some hood. Right. Come on. Yeah, it's too much. So every form of technology just gets perverted. It was funny because people were on there talking about, yo, bro, give yourself up. Don't do it. I'm like, this This is surreal. Hilarious. <laughs> you know, the one that kills me is, uh, is it the Apple Watch? Yeah. Because remember, they would joke around on TV shows about like how that's some James Bond-ass technology. It is. Right? So you're like, okay, if you ever get in a tight squeeze, you feel me? You just kind of duck down behind like a you know, generator <laughs> or something and hit your watch and boop, boop. Hey, uh, I'm on this mission. I'm out in Siberia. We're going to need backup out here, man, or I'm going to need a helicopter. You know, some real double O Negro type shit, oh, right? <laughs> but now what is it used for? Just people who work in retail, hiding behind the sales rack, talking to their friend. So anyway, girl, I told that motherfucker, hold on, girl, here come my boss. Yeah, girl, you know we ain't allowed to have phones on the sales floor, but I got them. I think you never, you know, you have all this technology for these watches. You got, you know, monitor your heart rate. You can talk to people. And all we freaking use it for is to count our steps. You know, you can just count your steps on your own, but we went through years of not having a watch or something like this. All we use it for is to count steps. What kind of shit is that? We could be using this to save lives mm-hmm. and help people, but you want to find out that you walked 13,000 steps on Wednesday. I mean, I got to walk 25 to beat my record. Like, yeah, the point <laughs> is just like, thing. okay, but who is this serving? It's just all is so narcissistic. It is. Like uh, Nike a while ago came out with a Bluetooth shoe. Uh, oh, no. I remember that. $300. $400. It was just like, I don't even know. But it was one of them things that like, you don't have to tie this your laces. This seems like a great idea until your cell phone dies and now your shoes don't work. <laughs> hey, yo, anybody got a shoe charger? Anybody got a shoe charger? Ah, what are you a shoe charger? I'm I can't, trying to run some basketball. <laughs> can't keep coming off my feet. Nah, not the shoe charger three. I need the Nike shoe charger four. <laughs> no, because they, they literally did not have shoe strings and you, yeah. you had to adjust the size with the I think it was called the Nike Adapt. Yeah. It, it was supposed to, like, uh, adapt to the, the size of your feet and make the most comfortable fit. But I just, like, you trying to reinvent the wheel. I don't have a problem 
bending down and, and it's like yo shoes are fine then you see like toilet paper every now and then there's a toilet paper commercial and they're like now with aloe vera and we're like i mean cool like i want to have a soft ass but also you know and then they'll be like oh you know 10 scientists specifically engineered it's right, like that's right, what you right. got the scientists working on we need a cure for cancer <laughs> we did working on a space shuttle but you, and you over here adding cocoa butter hey, to toilet hey, paper and and get off the cancer vaccine dude get on that two fly man that's what's <laughs> you want to know maybe if they asses were softer they wouldn't have anal rectal cancer oh jesus christ anal just sounds gross <laughs> Rectal, I think it's the per- proper the rectal term. Rectal is the, the scientific term. Anal is the more street term. Sexual term. Or gutter, you say butt. Sexual term. The sexual term. As soon as you hear anal, you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, time out. I mean, uh, so, <laughs> that's funny. Actually, that's that's damn funny, Phil. I, I hope at some point you'll take that to the, the stage. I yeah, mean, perhaps, man. That I is mean. funny. He should be working on the cancer vaccine, but they got, hey, 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 Bill, get, get off the cancer, man. Uh, we have another problem. What's going on? Is it the AIDS? Is it the flu? No, 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 no. Uh, we need to figure out how to put aloe in two-ply. That's how we got caught with <laughs> COVID. We got blindsided because they was busy working on bullshit. Hell yeah. Like even the uh, AIDS pill or whatever that they have now. Have you seen the prep commercials and yeah, stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They figured out a way for you to live with it. They didn't cure it. No. Which one might argue of like, nigga, that's better than nothing. Yeah, well, it's just a way for them to make more money. But at the same time, yeah, back to the old Chris Rock joke of, uh, they don't, ain't no money in the cure. The yeah. money's in the, uh, the pre- treatment. In the treatment. Right. Yeah. <laughs> they they make money on the comeback. Yeah, that's, that's Chris what, Rock talk. That's what they got with the heroin, bro. Like, hey, we ain't going to get you off the heroin. We're going to give you something else that's like heroin, mm-hmm. but not as dangerous. And we'll give you that. And then you hooked on that. So, right. Um, but, yeah, it's just to a point of just like, what are we really working on right now? Like, So, normally during this podcast, Phil will have a rant. But I actually have a rant for you today, Phil. And feel free to right. j- jump in at any point. Let's see. Um, before I forget, I'd like to remind all of you all, if you have comments on what Phil or I are talking about, you can feel free to comment at us. Use the hashtag, but I don't know, though, which is B-U-T-I-D-K-T-H-O. Twitter, you can reach out at the Avery Mason or on Instagram, Avery Mason official. Phil, how can they find you on social media? At I am Phil Hunt on all social media. At I am Phil Hunt on you know, OnlyFans, Pornhub, mm-hmm. Twitter, the whole nine. J-Date? Nah, I'm not on there. That's I got to get okay. added on What about there. Ancestry.com? I heard you got a profile on nah, Ancestry. Nah, no profile on there. <laughs> you got no ones in the Philippines? Okay. But um, here's, here's, here's my thing. I know you're a big NBA fan. There's been a lot of controversy lately about these NBA players getting assaulted by fans. But one in particular got me not upset, but I'm just like, well, what the hell are we doing? Now, back when I was a kid, you'd watch NBA players. Guys would t- I remember JRE gave this elbow to AC Green and knocked out two of his teeth, and AC kept playing. He took the teeth, put it on the thing, he kept playing. Guys was clotheslining each other. There's that clip of um, Isaiah Thomas getting clotheslined by, like... I love that AC Green kept playing. He sure did. Uh, now, if you had your job... For those of you listening, and you lose two damn teeth, ain't that day over? That's, that's it. Ain't you clocking the fuck out? That's right. Going home, he kept playing. He went and got his mouth taped up, bloody, everything just got back in the game. That's wild. So NBA players were tough. Somebody took his teeth home and put them on sale? They had to put them in milk. This is the pro players, uh, 
Magic Johnson touched these teeth. <laughs> Just making up shit. <laughs> it's all on eBay. But what gets me now is that, all right, so in Boston, there was a there was a fan who threw a, a plastic bottle, a bottle of water mm-hmm. at Kyrie Irving. It didn't hit him. But I can, I'm just sitting there like, now, if this was the 80s or this was a couple years ago, you would have just gone around our test, going up in the stands. Was it you? Was it you? Mm-hmm. And then you handle it on site. Fan gets ejected. Banned from the arena. End of story. Now, right, guy throws a bottle of Kyrie. Player to him. He did it. It was him. Officers, it was him. Well, they saw what happened. Right. With Malice at the Palace. For those of you who don't remember, uh, 2000 and. You went to a basketball game in a WWE My team, match. The Pacers, uh, Ron Artest, Steven Jackson, Rumble. and Jermaine O'Neal. It's the Rumble at the Palace. Set it off. Somebody threw something at Ron Artest, and he went on up in the stands and started punching people, and a fight broke out. That's right. Everybody got banned or whatever from the arenas, the fans, and then even the players got suspended for the rest of the year. Yeah. One of the worst years. For my team, because we were ranked preseason number one, I'm still somewhat pissed about it. Do you remember? I want to punch somebody. Do you remember that fan that ran up to Jermaine O'Neal and he just laid him out? Him. <laughs> that little fat guy was well, running up to him to do something. He and, just and, Jermaine O'Neal was like, right we talked about internet culture a little, right? Because <laughs> internet culture feeds a lot of this. Now that was pre-internet, right? Yeah. Well, but yeah. you got to look at the number of incidents, right? Now sports fans always been rowdy, right? Yeah. Well, I guess no. my point is before I know where you're going with that, but before you get to my point was my problem is these NBA players aren't tough, mm-hmm. and it's just like I've never the, the kid got arrested, mm-hmm. charged with second degree assault and battery with yes. a, with a deadly weapon. They'll drop those. And charges. I'm just like Phil. I've worried. never been in the hood and heard somebody say, "Run, he's got a Poland spring." <laughs> it's never happened. Yeah, I've never but, said he's got a Poland. Spring. I understand why you got to yeah, kick him out. You got to arrest him. They want to be punitive to make an example out of him. But the, I'm saying the reason. Help me out here, Phil. The reason the fans were so quick to point him out is because again. The dynamic is so different. It's like these NBA players are not the size of normal men. No. So once they do come up there and go, well, yeah, I got a fucking problem with what you just did. (laughs) You don't want them to hit you. (laughs) Because even back in the day, they were saying for Ron Artest that he hit the wrong guy. He did. He did. He hit the kid with the glasses, which was like, damn. He was looking guilty. He wasn't pointing at nobody. I was angry. It came from that direction. Yeah, and everybody was like, no. So, yeah. But I just, you know, I, on the reverse side of things, I guess the argument could be made that if Kyrie picked up that same bottle and threw yes. it, then somebody would have just been like, oh, it hit me, I'm suing. They have to make an example out of people. And like I said, I think there was less of it then. There were three incidents this week of it. So that was Kyrie, uh, one person threw Russell something Westbrook, at Westbrook. Popcorn. Which he's a fiery player. He was in the uh, bubble yelling at. They only had family and friends in attendance. And he he was kind of shouting at the players, opposing teams, wives, and and babies. Cheer now, huh? They can't do nothing. Cheer now. Stop stop me, motherfucker. I'm out here, nigga. And it was like, (laughs) yo, you at Disneyland. They was in Orlando playing. It's like, relax. (laughs) Them kids done seen Mickey Mouse. And now your aggressive ass is uh, scoring and yelling shit at opposing players. Wives and children yeah, and no, family. Anyway, Westbrook's the wrong person to hit. That dude's intense. You don't want to see him in person. 
Yeah, the guy. So there's that dynamic. Well, think about the guy who spit on Trey Young. That was uh, where I was getting to. The uh, guy spit man. on Trey Young in the garden, and he refused to. But this is what I'm saying about that. Uh, you know, and mind you, these people are all doing these things to point guards. So maybe they're not racist. Maybe they hate point guards. I think so. Uh, I mean, Kyrie tried to make it about race, and I'm just like, it's not. I don't think. Well, I, but he made race. it about race before that. Before he ever went back to Boston, he was like, "Oh, uh, you know, I hope we can just keep it basketball and not make it about race." So one might argue that's why the guy threw something at him. Although they throw I, shit all. I the would time. like to rebut with the argument that I would like to make. I think he threw it because Kyrie, after they Brooklyn Nets swept the Celtics mm-hmm. or beat them, whatever. Kyrie went out to the middle of the floor and, and stepped, stepped on, on the, the Celtics logo because yeah. he used, for those who don't know, he used to play there and it wasn't a very good relationship. Well, this is the thing about that. And I, and I got to push back against Kyrie a little. I love Kyrie, but, uh, you know, this whole notion of like, fuck Boston, bro. You were in Cleveland. You won a championship with LeBron. Sure did. And then you forced your way to Boston. Yeah, he, his And everybody, was, when you did it, just went, wait, what? His contract wasn't up, was it? No. He, he, he wanted to be traded. Yeah, he yeah. forced his way to yeah, Boston. He demanded so for a trade, him to yeah. act like Boston is just the worst place on earth is a little laughable because it's like, dude, you forced yourself to go there. You could have gone, gone to Milwaukee. You could have gone anywhere. You chose you know? Boston. You could have stayed your ass in Cleveland for all that. Yeah, they probably would have won some more championships. Out you know, they had so the right it's team. just like, you know, Kyrie, we with you. Boston is a little racist, but uh, you should have known that before you went yeah, there. Boston has been racist. They, and, they, and they're rowdy, you know. They are. The Boston Tea Party. Come on, all the way back to that shit. Who do you think are the most rowdiest fans? Are like I'm not in no particular order. I'm going to say New York, Philly, mm-hmm. Boston, and yeah. Well, the East Coast has you know the East Coast is just a rougher place. Lot lot of aggression. I've never seen a in Detroit. Detroit is the end because of that fight at the Palace. I'm the not Jets letting that go. fan punch the lady like a grandmother oh, in yeah. the face during oh, yeah. one of the games. So. Well, yeah, it was a Jets fan, uh, Cowboys fan, pepper sprayed some Jets fans. That was uh, Charlemagne's yeah, dad. It gets crazy, man. But <laughs> I just think the players are soft. I, I water think, bottle, and everybody was like him. All the I, players were like him. He did I think it. it might be that vaccine that got them acting up, making them attack Maybe. point guards. But I was going to say, the internet culture has made people feel way more comfortable saying stuff to people and throwing stuff at people. Yeah, these are things they would only normally say, like, in, in their own house or to their friends or to their, you know, uncles, who, you know. Like, Malice at the Palace happened, but that was pre, slightly pre-internet. That but, was before Twitter. But yeah. you're seeing, like I said, these are three separate instances, and we ain't even out the first round yet. Nope. So. People be bugging. You couldn't what spit it on is, me. I'll and, knock and, somebody and the, out. <laughs> the instances are, you know, when you get to go online and say somebody sucks, and you get to say, oh fuck this motherfucker or whatever, and then no one answers you back, and then you still feel like nobody heard you. So you launch a water bottle at somebody because you feel like, well, if I said those things and they didn't put me out, then surely I can get away with this too. And I mean, sometimes it's up to people in the stands to check people and kind of go, hey, yeah, hey, hey. Yo, like, I remember yo, chill. taking my mother to a game. Well, and we all went to the game when I went back home to a Pacers game, and she just was like, Oh my God! They're yelling, they curse, and I'm just like, "Lady, this is yeah, this ain't this ain't the knitting club or the book club." Yeah, like you should have went to a movie or something. Don't don't come to a game and and not expect fans to be rowdy. As a as a just to give you a y'all a little perspective, 
they're, I, I'm a big time wrestling fan. I love going to wrestling. I love, I've been to WrestleMania. I go to wrestling uh, yeah. stuff all the time. People who jump the barricades that are put up there to protect us, they force their way over, make their way into the match or into the ring with these wrestlers. The old school way of dealing with it is that the wrestlers would lay these people out. More recently, at um, um, one or two WrestleManias ago, this fan snuck into the ring while Bret the Hitman Hart was in the ring giving a speech and, like, punched him. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Bret the Hitman Hart, Hall of Famer, had a stroke, you know, so he doesn't have full use of a side of his body. But this fan ran in the ring and tackled him. Now, it wasn't security that grabbed him and pulled him out the ring. It was the other wrestlers. Mm-hmm. And then one of the wrestlers just kind of winds up. Boom! Right, right, the one two old right there, Fred in the face, and knocked him out, and they just carried him out. Uh-huh. That was it. So maybe I don't know if it all happened, but maybe not all the players, but maybe you just have a former player who sits at the sidelines, uh-huh. and anytime a fan does something crazy, let's say let, let's let, let's make who's yeah. a, who's a good enforcer? Oakley, Rodman, Charles Oakley. All right, let's go Oakley. Any of them. So a fan throws something at a player and say timeout. They point to Oak. And they point to the player. Mm-hmm. And then Oakley gets 6'8". Charles Oakley goes to the stands to settle it. Well, that's what's <laughs> funny. And that was what I was going to say. Is Let's this, do this it. internet culture. So, and you probably didn't catch this, but NFL player uh, Cam Newton, former NFL MVP, Patriots quarterback now, was running a mini camp. Oh. And this kid just starts yelling. I saw that. But it just felt very much like, do you think you're on the internet? Yeah. Because he's yelling at him, and it's like, you're at my camp. I'm running a football camp. You're at my camp yeah, calling me a bum and yeah. saying I suck. What have you done? What have you done? He me and my boy, we like to call it the ESPNification of America. And, yeah. I mean, going back to what we talked about last episode with Kwame Brown, to where, you know, you got a guy like Stephen A. Smith that I think he may have played Division Three, Four. Hell, I don't even think there is a Division Four. But he might have played Division Four, you know, point guard, and barely played. Now he's standing on TV at all of, you know, 6'1", 175 pounds, talking shit about Kwame Brown at 6'11", and 280, you know? Yeah, what Stephen A. Smith, solid. Stephen A. Smith played point guard on the Winston-Salem basketball team. He never played for an NBA team, but did begin as a reporter. Started coming to but I'm season. just saying, like... How comfortable he is as a smaller man talking shit about bigger men. Because yeah. at some point, it just boils down to that. You're a smaller person talking shit about a bigger person. So, with these fans, you're talking about having an enforcer. You really don't need anybody. You know, just if you let them people go one-on-one. And if this was Coliseum days, huh. they would have drug your ass back out during the next halftime of the next game. And y'all would have fought it out or... You would have had to fight some yeah, lions fight or, something. or something. Oh, but man. yeah, it's very like, like I said, it just, it always strikes me as odd because it's just like, can you, can why you, would you, and, and notice they all been fucking with point guards. Ain't yeah. none of them threw nothing at none of the bigger guys. Can you imagine if this was like in this, like at the Rucker or something and somebody mm-hmm. did that? Somebody gets shot. You spit on me? Yeah. I'll kill you. But just like with that kid at Cam News camp. He feel like he on the internet. I I get to call you a bum because they call you one on Sports Center, and it's just yeah, like yeah, like you're at my I'm a, camp. I'm a Heisman Trophy winner, NFL MVP. Let, I'm let in, me tell you something. I'm in the five percent 
of people that ever played in the fucking NFL. Are you retarded? Cam lit his ass up, though. Where your dad? I was like, whoa, Ooh. yeah, but see that? Woo. And that's the tricky thing, right, with kids. And I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll go on a tangent here, but as a um, as a guy who stands all of five, 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 seven with heels on, give yourself, give yourself the uh, got an inch. When I'm playing basketball. You know, I'll hoop in the parks or whatever. Oh, yeah, hey, man, you want to play with us? I'm their height. These high school kids and stuff. I was playing with one of them, and he just kept fouling and, like, you know, talking shit. And at a point, I'm like, hey, 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 I'm an adult. You're a child. Like, let's not do this. I don't know what you think you're doing, but you're barking up the wrong tree. And at a point, I flat out told his ass, like, bruh. You're a child. I'm going to jail for hitting you. So if I hit you, I'm not stopping. Right. Nah, when I, when, you know, you're right. When I was a child playing with golf, I knew I could talk trash yeah, to people. That was, was a certain my age. level was, of like, yeah, nigga, like, uh-huh. But then when you take it up two notches, you, you're a bitch. Your whole ass like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, man, no. Don't do that with me. You better you than do me that to these kids. You might just, be bigger than them, or y'all go to the same school, and you got some sort of reputation as a tough guy. Mm-hmm. But I don't go to your fucking. I, I would school. just push his ass around on the court and beat him up. Well, you're a little bigger. I would. But I he was the same size as me, to where it's like, I mean, fam. Like I said, you know, maybe that you carry some tough guy rep. Yeah, know, I don't care about none of with that. the kids. Yeah, I'm not a fucking I'm not kid. A kid. I'm but Cam Newton. With this kid, you wish there was a space in society for him to take this kid and make an example of him. And then they pulled the tape up of the kid playing. Yeah, Cam. Cam and it was, was like, just like your shit. Yeah, now, no, that's what now he, said Cam, he said that to him. He's like, well, how many, how many, how many catches uh-huh. you have? Now I'm, Cam had to be graceful enough online to accept his apology, but it was a level of just like. Cam, I'd have, like I said, been able to pull you aside, A, and spank you in some sort of drills, B, just flat out whoop your ass, C, at least come back online and say, look at this shitty kid playing football. Now, he talking shit to me. They would have roasted him. But do you remember, in that same moment, there was a coach right there who in the moment was like, hey, 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 man, he's trying to talk to you. Right. No, no, the coach said, no, 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 let him, he's like, let him, Cam was like, this is what's wrong with people, like I said, and and I'll get specific, uh, into the black community that we don't like to listen to anyone. Mm -hmm. Go, go, I think I mentioned to you earlier about, you know, this whole bonnet conversation got started about women in the airport. There's a picture of like, Six girls, they're all together. They all got on bonnets. And it's just like, why are y'all treating the airport like it's your bedroom? So then that conversation happened. Of course, black women jumped to, oh, you're trying to police us, blah, blibbity, blah, blah. So it's just like, I can't tell you how many times I've been somewhere, maybe forgot my belt. And an older black lady said, baby, pull your pants up. You know, and when when we wear hats, we go inside a building. Post baby, hey, hey, baby, take your hat off inside this building. And I don't turn that into, you know, acting like I just got shot. But online, they wanted to act like someone suggesting that maybe they at least be, you ain't got to be professional at the airport. We all want to be comfortable, but it's like pajamas, house slippers, and a bonnet. I can remember, well, I'm not this old, but my mother would tell me about a time when people would get dressed up like they're going to church to mm-hmm. go to the airport. You got to put on 
your best shoes, a tie, get your hair done. <clears throat> you're going on a plane. You go and sit down. You know, they serve you a, a, a martini, offer you a cigarette. <laughs> That's how long ago it was. You can't even smoke on planes anymore. But I, I will say this. There's a, lot of, there's a lot of women who wear those bonnets. But the truth is, I also know there's a lot of you who don't have hair, who don't need to wear those bonnets. You know what I mean? Let's just keep it a buck. You know? Well, the thing about it is, and I mean... You ain't got hair. You don't need to wear a bonnet. Hilarious. <laughs> Where are you going? Uh, she, you said that's like being bald with the do-rag there on. There you go. What are you wearing a do-rag for? It ain't doing nothing for you, so, but making you sweat. Just so where it's off. like, yeah, I wear my do-rag when I sleep. You know, but I don't fucking go make a habit of going outside with the shit on. But anyway, like I was saying, you know, if we sag our pants. If we wear a hat indoors, we're going to get told. So, you know, these black women have just gotten into this area that no one's allowed to say anything to them. So Monique came out and said, Monique, the comedian, mm-hmm. like a week later, was like, yo, stop it. Like, it's not a thing that should be happening. And we forget these people are our parents' age, you feel me? Yeah. So these people are literally, you know, basically our parents, you know, our parents. So they're saying what our parents would say. And it's like, what parent is okay with you doing that? And you know what we used to get told when we left the house was make sure you got on clean socks and clean drawers. And you go, Mama, what is this? Who you think looking at my drawers? <laughs> well, you might get hurt and, you know, you might get in a car accident or something and then these people look at your drawers and say you ain't got on clean drawers who raised him who raised so it him? used to come back to that you were a representation of somebody but hell i guess some of these kids don't even know who the hell they daddy mama is so they ain't representations of nobody down to where they feel like yeah i just go out into the world and represent myself and that's what we need to get back to you know some form of I am whose child am I? Right. Well, Kwame Brown kept saying, I'm my mama's son. <laughs> Y'all gonna get mama's cooking. It's like, yeah, man, it used to be a time where yeah. that was the thing, you know? Yeah. You went out into the streets. What they say, it takes a village to raise a child. But we didn't gotten away from that, and we only want any sort of help or direction or advice when we're in trouble. Oh, I'm being beat up by my boyfriend. Oh, protect black women. No, that's not the way the world works. You know, you you can't just turn it off and turn it on. Either we're a community that gives advice to each other, nurtures each other, and helps each other in our time of need, or we're not. But people like to go back and forth. I got my bonnet on. Mind your fucking business. Hold up. It was protect you earlier. Yeah, yeah. Don't say nothing. And then... I mean, I don't mind the whole protect the black woman thing, but in my mind, it's kind of like a blanket statement because yeah. I find that even and no one's asked me to do this, but sometimes if I leave a show and I know there's a female comedian who kind of came by herself, then coming up by and say, hey, you want me to walk you to the train or can I give you a ride to like a subway, you know, whatever, just to make sure you get home safe. There was a comedian who at one time had a stalker. Mm-hmm. She and I were at a show together and I knew this was recent and I seen her I said, hey, I know you're doing your spot, whatever. Look, you need, like, a ride to the train. I don't know. Hey, that that sounds like you was the stalker. No. Like, no. You, you created that situation just to I walk sh- her to her car. No, surely did you not. You had a burner account. You kept DMing her. Right, I know where you are. <laughs> I know where you at. I'm looking at you right now. You make me sound like this dude in that movie. I don't know who you are or what you've done, 
but I'm a man with a certain set of skills. There you go, Kevin. Who could hurt people like you. There you go, Avery. <laughs> that's not me. That's Create not a hostile situation and then <laughs> pretend to protect her from it. No, that's funny. No, that's not, what does that sound like? Mr. Deeds. Wouldn't Mr. it have been Deeds. great if she looked at you and said, Nigga, didn't you get beat up by Ghost and Tommy? How are you going to protect me? How are you right? going to protect me? But you I got just, beat up in the Punisher, too. You're dead. I just wanted to make sure she was good, and that's all it is. So now I don't feel like it's all black. Well, no, I, I don't. Some, but Again, I, just, I don't have an issue with that, like, but it is a blanket statement. Yeah. And then, like I said, it's funny how quick it goes from... Protect me, help me, honor me. Mind your fucking business. Oh, okay. Well, uh, if that was the case, then that's the case. You know, there is no jumping back and forth for me. I'm, I'm, I'm a big believer in all or nothing. To where it's like, you know, you want my protection, then you also go get my input. You look silly in airports. Stop it. You know, as sure as I look silly when people say, hey, man, you know, pull your pants up or Hey, brother, you mind taking your hat off inside this building? We in the church. Like, Hilarious. you got a devil's hat on in the church. <laughs> New Jersey devils. Like, what is that? What's really going on, brother? So, yeah, it is what it is. Either we intertwined or not. And I wish people made their decision, but. It's it's too much social media influence. It should be coming more from real life. Because that protect black women thing is all social media. Yeah, it's a little like that Asian hate thing where it's like, stop the Asian hate. Well, that implies that I know when it's coming. Listen, there's only one. Phil, I'll be honest with you right now. I'll share something with the listeners. There's only one Asian guy I hate. And it's the guy who works at the corner of my restaurant because whenever I order four pieces of chicken, he (laughs) always gives me two. No, and I ask for fried rice, vegetable fried rice, and I get pork fried rice. And I don't get my extra piece of chicken every single time. That's why I don't go there that much. That's the only Asian guy that I, I don't hate him, but I really don't like him. Because I be, you understand what I'm saying when I tell you, you take my money and then you give me one less piece of chicken. <laughs> that's the only, that's the only Asian guy I have a problem with. I love everybody else. That guy, go screw himself. But yeah. It's Never shopping there again. These, these blanket states. No justice, no peace. No justice, no peace. You know what I feel like, and I mean, this is just me, like, Black Lives Matter, right? Black Lives Matter doesn't ask you to do anything. And I feel like all these statements come from piggybacking off Black Lives Matter, that when you say Black Lives Matter, it's just like, well, yes or no? It really was a yes or no question, almost. Okay, yes or no, right? But then you have these things, like we said, protect black women, it's like, yeah, but you're asking me to do something. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If you said, you know, black women matter. Black women lives matter. Oh, yeah, sure. Awesome. Protect you? Hold up. Who are you? What you doing? Why the fuck you need protection? Maybe you need to calm the fuck down out here. <laughs> and then the same with stop the Asian hate, where it's like, hold on, wait. You know, if you said Asian lives matter, sure, absolutely. But if you just went, stop the Asian hate, well, now I got questions. Hold up. Who's hating the Asians? Where's it coming from? What do you need me to do exactly? <laughs> so, <laughs> I feel like everything came from Black Lives Matter and people trying to copy it to where it became like a... It's a more... It's open-ended. Dude. Well, there's it's no, Blue no, Lives Matter yeah, to where no it's like, hold on, who the fuck is blue? <laughs> you mean the guy from Adam Sandler movie? The, was that Happy blue? Gilmore? Are you losing air? Are you a smurf? What's really good, though? Are you holding like your breath? Like somebody said, you're only blue, you know, 40 hours a week. I'm black for, you know... A lifetime. The whole week and all whole month, 365 days a year. What are you what, talking about? What is that Paul Mooney said? Everybody's about to be black. Don't nobody want to be a Negro. 
Yeah. Um. So, Phil, we come to this point. We got a new segment on the show. I'm just trying something new. We're just trying it. Okay. Um. If you are, you should already be subscribed to Phil's Twitter account, which I find highly entertaining. And I'm not saying that because he's a friend. I'm saying it, looking at it from being a regular person, one and two, a comedian. Some of the stuff Phil puts out there makes me laugh. Highly entertaining. So, if you're not already following his account, I would say follow it. Um, for me, my tweet that you did that I like this week, not very controversial. That's good. But this one is with the guys dancing at 7-Eleven. Uh, it's the bag challenge. Oh. I don't know. They were just, I don't want to, I don't know if if it'll play. I don't think it will play. There you go. Look at that. They were doing this bag. Oh, um, that's Brian Pumper. Uh, for those of you who are listening. Oh, um, oh, syphilis. If you're a fan of uh, porn. A- adult stop, because porn has a negative connotation. Okay. If you are a fan of adult entertainment, mm-hmm. then you know Brian Pumper. He's a male entertainer. But uh, he stopped doing um, adult films. and He retired? I shouldn't say he retired, but he at some point he ventured out into other areas. He was trying to be a rapper. <laughs> and it was just bad. That sure was. I remember that. So, yeah, you know. This is a great I, I think I pulled a clip. What were you going to say about the tweet? So the well, tweet was referring to right. Your tweet this was... bad dance that he tried to have. Like, he thought he was Soldier Boy and he was going to have us yuling, but we was just like, dude, what are he, you doing? He's in 7-Eleven with bags with the dollar signs on them, and it's just like, uh... And the, Phil's tweet was just terrorizing people at 7-Eleven with bad music and a worse dance. And I thought this was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I'm going to share a personal story with you. I'm going to try to make it as short as possible because I know sometimes my short stories can be long. But we're trying to finish up this segment and then we'll get into the, you know, Betty White and the advice and stuff. Okay. Um, when I was coming out of high school, I really didn't know what I wanted to do with myself. So before I went to college that summer, right before college, I went looking for jobs. And one of the jobs they had, I found in the paper, because they didn't have no monster.com. You had to go to the classifieds and flip to the classifieds. They're looking for models. Now, at the time, I was a slim guy. (laughs) See where this is going. Shut your mouth. You don't don't know nothing. Wait, 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 wait. All right. They're looking for models. And I'm like, I did not have the best self-esteem, but I figured, you know, I'm in good shape. You know, I'm tall. I could go be a model. Went to this interview. Set it up, brought my headshot, get a resume, open the door, and it's mother effing Brian Pumper. Awesome. To interview me. <laughs> and I'm, you know, when you walk in the room and you look at somebody and you look at them, and you're like, you know, I didn't realize it here at first. I'm looking at them like, oh, I was like, wait a minute. Hey, mm-hmm. <laughs> what's up, man? Hey, what's up, bro? You shook his hand? Yeah, I did. Yeah, he washed those hands? I don't know. I didn't ask. I was I was kind of... I don't know what to, I want to say. At a point, you're like, what type of movie was it? Yeah. Which actor she nah, was working with? It was looking for models, but if it's, it's just... it's uh, Pinky, let me smell that hand. Oh, boy. Yeah, you're... That's... <laughs> so he had his hat on and everything, which was like, you know, that's how I knew. He, you know, he used to have that, that brim hat he always wears. Okay. No, that was Mr. Marcus. He had on some hat, though. He looks like Lloyd Banks. Who? Pumper. A little bit. A little bit. But um, it's just weird because I'm like, 
this is weird. This is where I'm supposed to be meeting the model. He was like, yeah, yeah, this is the model. I said, this is the model? Are you sure? Yeah, yeah, sit down. You, you, you know, you're, you know, you're Kevin, right? Yeah, cool, man. Nice to meet you. Sit down. We're talking. He's asking me about my history. This fine woman just comes walking in, dude. Awesome. And he's like, yeah, you know, you get a lot of benefits here. I just, I'm like, and she's like, are you coming on board? And I'm just like, my, you know, I'm looking at her. I'm like, <laughs> you know, you, you show me the good so stuff. So I guess coming was a euphemism. Ha <laughs> ha Coming go. on board. You coming on board? I'm coming wherever y'all tell me to. You know, and then it's it's like he's all like, you know, are you okay with this? Will your parents be ashamed if you <laughs> did it? You gotta. He's like, you gotta think about that stuff because people are gonna be seeing everything. Yeah. And I, you know, I, I saw the girl and I was just excited and it was a lot of money that I never had in my life. And I told him, sure, I was still on board until I found out what I was going to be doing. <laughs> what some of you may not know um, about pornos is it's not the same guy every time. Sometimes there are scenes where the actor's like, I'm not doing that. And mm. they need like what's called stunt dick. <laughs> so I had the same build as like Wesley Pipes because I was yeah, skinny. Yeah. And they, you know, he was like, they're not going to show your head. It's just your body. And you have a body like his. So, like, if he doesn't want to do that, that anal scene. Yeah. You go in. You do it. And That's so weird. Cause yeah, going in literally. You don't think And then that- at a point, it's just like sexually for money. Right. I can't think of much shit I wouldn't do to a woman. Right. And they were going to pay me for it. And then I was like... You know, I was still naive. I was still a virgin. I didn't. You were a virgin? Yeah. Oh, I know you was in that motherfucker teary eyed. Yeah, I was like, oh, you want to give me some. I'm going to <laughs> some... get paid to have sex with girls. Hilarious. And then I found out you. First of all, I didn't know you could put it in the butt. I found out oh, that wow. day. And then he's like, that's what you're going to do. When he doesn't want to do that stuff, you're going to do that. And then I, at first I was like, yeah, cool, cool, cool. I went home. Uh, <laughs> yeah, once you got home, you start really I'm thinking like, like nah, I'm good. You I'm said good. Your, you, you and I mean Avery. This is uh going back in your history. You told me once that your family, you were doing MMA and you lost like two matches, and your parents had a problem with that. Well, they or I your family. I didn't, I didn't tell them, and they they all had like a it was like a intervention, right? Like hey. We know what you're doing. <laughs> we know what you're doing. We, we just we don't. Want I feel you. like that works for this conversation yeah, too. No, we know I, what I, you're doing. We know what you're doing. I see the I see the tapes. <laughs> and honestly, you're doing it well. However, <laughs> yeah. So I didn't. And go one back. of them young ladies had a bonnet on in yeah, public on know, tape, and you was on tape with it doing it. <laughs> nah, but I just I never went back, and it was. The funny thing is when you when you bring up Pumper and I'm just thinking about I actually met this dude and we had an interview and he's telling me all the benefits. You know, they didn't have a 401k plan, but he said they got good health care. <laughs> <laughs> you get paid per per shoot, but the shoots last hour. So also yeah. I'd be there to take the place of the actor. If, right. You know, they can't perform. You got to be on standby. So you're basically a bench porn player. Right. You got to be on standby, warmed up, ready right. to hop in at a moment's notice. There's no. So you are a backup. There's no warm. You, you got to be right. You got to be ready to go. Wow. All right, cut. We need the stunt dick to come in here and finish doing the scene. Hilarious. I wonder, is there opposite? Is there such thing as stunt tits? Oh. Only because. No, they got to have For the guys, you have to, again, perform. Yeah. So this is back to. Me being anti 
stopping the Asian hate that, oh, I have to do an action where the women don't have to do an action. The tits just have to be there. Available. They don't yeah, have yeah, to be yeah, a yeah. rat. Yeah, no, they just got to be there. It's all. But they, I think they also he said they also had it from women, too, because you nobody nobody in the real world is having sex. for. So they look like at a girl's clit and go, your clit looks like Roxy Reynolds. Oh, boy. OK, we could use you. And exactly. it's just like, damn, I'm a backup porn star. Y- you know, they zoom in so you can't see the people's See, now, the, the next times. time I watch porn, I'm going to really be staring at the woman's genitals. Yeah. Like, wait, is that still her? I mean, it don't happen all the time. That clit a little to the left of the uh, opening you, scene. <laughs> listen, when they zoom in, you can't tell what you're looking at. All you see is body parts. Is yeah, main always, body parts. You don't look at the I tattoos. always take that scene anyway when they zoom in all on the nuts. And it's like, hey, 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 I didn't need that close of a view. Bro, just imagine. I could have been, instead of doing... Comedy and acting. I, I could have been in, in porn and we didn't even been having this conversation. If I wasn't afraid of anal. That's what scared me. <laughs> I got to put it where? Yeah, man. Like, I never had I never had that that talk with my dad. Right. About the birds and the bees. And even yeah. if you did, you don't. There's no section on anal in the birds and the bees. Yeah. talk. Although a bird probably can't fit into a beast. So that's probably ah. that's probably what we talking. Ah, yeah. <laughs> but. Yeah, yeah, man, that's hilarious. uh, I I, I didn't know what anal was. Models wanted. Yeah, they don't put... Did they give you a number for the pay as far as shoots? Um, He told me I would get like $500. A shoot? Yeah, but that's... That's not bad. That's not bad, but the women are making... Yeah, Way it's one of the few industries that. that women actually make more than the guys. But it and, and they shouldn't, because they should. That shit ought to be free for men. It would have been come cool, here though. and fuck all day and expect some money. It's just, it's not as, se- like, he, you know, he gave me a tour of the workspace. You know? <laughs> the workspace. Yeah, you meet some of the co It was, it was seriously, the office in the front, you go in the back, and it's just all the studios lined up where they do all the shoots. Bet you take a black light through that motherfucker, you'll be disappointed. I, oh, my God. Yeah, they're clean. They gotta be clean. But he was like, this is where we shot, uh, I don't want to say some of the names of times, but some of the more popular ones, Dirty Debutantes, this is where we shot that oh, right here. Shit. This Bo- is where Booty we shot Talk that. 74. There you go. This is where we shot that. And it was like weird. Um, I met some of the women who were, I mean, these women were fine and they were all over me. And I'm like, there's no way that any of these women outside of this office would even talk to me. And I that's know what, what I look what like. kind of annoy me about I the job. It's just like, like, I know what I look like, Phil, okay? I'm not that saying I'm kind of annoying me about the job is fake love. It's like, there was this clip of this guy, and I'll find it and put it on my social media. You know, so y'all can see what I'm talking about. But anyway, this guy was with they said he was dating a stripper hmm. and the woman was kind of humble bragging him. Girl, I've had people stop me, follow me home from the strip club. One guy signed up for the same gym as me and would only go when I would go, blah, blah, blah. And anyway, then it shows. And I mean, this is black woman, cute, good looking black woman, tall, kind of chocolatey. Mm-hmm. Cut to. This fat white guy in like <laughs> in like a uh, plaid shirt, and he's just like, oh, yeah. So me and her dated. We were in a dating relationship, and everybody's like, "What is a dating relationship?" But anyway, I said all that to say of just like you watch the whole thing, and you go, "Oh no, this guy is the guy, the friend that you take to the strip club," and he goes, "I think she likes me." And you go, yeah, you're giving her money. It's in her job description to like you. Because I even get annoyed in porn when the dude says, yeah, yeah, 
take that dick. Yeah, yeah, you like that. And it's like, well, technically, this is just kind of her job, so you don't have to she be. She don't got to like it, but, yeah, she's definitely got to take it. Yeah, it's it's in the contract that she signed. Yes, she's yeah. taking it, bro. Like, relax. Yeah, but they rolled out the red carpet, man. They were really trying to get, you know, show these women, oh, you're going to stay? I hope you do. Work my chest. <laughs> it's so nice to meet you. And I'm just looking at these women like, where where have you been all my life? Like, <laughs> I didn't tell him I was a virgin, but I think he, I can't remember if he asked or not. Hilarious. I feel like that would be the first question you ask somebody before. Yeah. Do you have any important. experience at this job? How, like, how long have you... <laughs> That's like if you were an auto mechanic <laughs> and you didn't know how to change a tire. And they're just like, <laughs> wait, how did we skip that part? That should have been the first question. Do you have any experience? Like, how long have you, have you ever? <laughs> I mean, there are comedians with no jokes. Oh, my God. <laughs> we don't want to get into that, though. No, we ain't going to say no. there's plenty. A lot of them are on Instagram. But, um. Yeah, that was weird, man. Meeting that's Brian hilarious. Pumper <laughs> and seeing that happen, and it's just like, I but that's their fault for that's damn near false advertising. <laughs> well, that's what they did. That's how they got. That's how it was like clickbait. Models wanted, right? That's clickbait. Models wanted. They put the dollar signs next to it. But that was before, right? Before Instagram, before like internet, where you could check out things and see. And you know, I didn't ask nobody. I just went and did it. I saw the dollar signs. I thought I could be a model. You know, you know. I mean, I could be any type of model. I could be a hand model, foot model. could be any type of model. They didn't say. He was like, I could model my foot. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Why not? Ah, that's fucking funny. So, yeah, Brian Pumper was a cool... He was cool as shit, though. That was the crazy thing about it. I thought he would be... Who, a, who wouldn't be? His balls empty all the time. <laughs> he ain't got much energy to really be too rah-rah. You know? Even his bars was kind of trash because his balls was empty. He said his balls are empty all A happy man is a man with empty balls all the time. That is hilarious. Tech bro. black balls, eh? <laughs> so sweet. Uh, I never called. I wonder, I wonder if he ever wondered what happened to me. Like, I left. He was like, all right, man, so we'll see you later this week. Come in on Wednesday. We'll get started. <laughs> and I'm just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, you know, because you got to get tested. You got to get health screened. And I just never went back. Yeah. I didn't tell my mom either. I didn't tell nobody. <laughs> well, if she listens to the podcast. No, she doesn't, so I'm okay. Hi, mom. <laughs> and if any of you listen to this podcast, know my mother and you tell her you you, you a hoe, okay? I don't, feel like our moms don't say still, nothing. would still encourage us. Because you feel like fathers are the ones who frown on things. Nah, my, my, my dad. If I told my dad I was doing porn, he'd be excited. Well, that might be the one exception, but you just feel like dads in general are the ones who frown. Like, if you told your mom... I'm selling cocaine. You know, baby, I've been thinking, you're going to sell cocaine, you be nice. Now, you give them people some tissue for their nose when they bleed. Hilarious. You know, you give them some nice, I got you some plastic bags. Like, women and mothers are supportive of their son, no matter what. Yeah. So, she'd have been, you know, baby, you don't be sad down there sagging your pants now. Or don't be wearing your hat inside. I seen a one porno movie. And that Mr. Marcus man had his hat on indoors in a mansion. If if my mom was accepted of me being a porn star, her only advice would have been just make sure you wash your hands after you finish. <laughs> <laughs> wash your hands. See? Wear protection. And, and don't lick nothing you ain't seen clean. Exactly. Man got me like that one time. Whoa, mom had too much information. <laughs> yeah, but I, I can't. Uh, and, uh, I just. It was too much for a kid who had never had any kind of sex to be telling you. That's you know, hilarious. You, know, doing anal. you feel like that's a base level question. Like for I real. Said. Yeah, that's the first I don't question. know. That's like if you 
you apply to be a chef or a cook in a restaurant, right? A low right. level one, obviously, but and then they discover like, oh, you can't boil water, can't you boil can't water? cook minute rice. You know what I mean? like, Hot oh dogs? shit! All right, we're gonna have to start you on fries. You know, but that question, I don't, I think that question, he must have assumed. Yeah. Because of my age, you know, I'm in high school. How old were you? I was like like 18 or 19. Okay, he's mad young. Yeah, you must assume that I was already getting it, but I wasn't. (laughs) I don't think he did a background check. All he had to do was call some of my friends. Oh, Kev? Oh, he's still a virgin, man. He ain't get no tape. He ain't get no pussy. We went to the prom. He ain't get nothing. He didn't do no background check. He didn't call none of my references. Thank God. Because my friends would have outed me. Kev? That's hilarious references. <laughs> Kev is still a virgin. Like, we need at least three girls to say, you you put it exactly. down. Exactly, yeah. You would have found what? We don't want no weak niggas in here. The only reference he would have had to call is my right hand. And then he would have been like, all right, well, he's he's a pro. But no, no. They didn't even check those. Hilarious. So listen, we coming up. And that's that's the that is a funny th- Brian Pumper story. You anyway, know, folks, Google his rap music. Uh, Brian Pumper raps, and I mean, you'll have a good ass time just laughing and Google bag dance specifically. Brian Pumper bag dance, and you'll just be like, "What is this?" He moves so stiff, and I mean, he's a big buff guy. Yeah, he is. Yeah, I'm almost scared at times in the gym to hit weights because you don't want to get that to that inflexible point where you can't move. Yeah, if you get a his arms are so big, can't that scratch your own back. Real stiff, and it's just yeah. like ugh, super pause. Real stiff. Yeah, anyway, super pause. that was your job <laughs> <laughs> to be real stiff. Yeah, cut. Uh, bring in a stunt. I, I never forget. I will never feel. I will never in my life forget that. That was hilarious. I don't know what would have happened if I would have signed up for it, but they would have found out. Some of them like, hey man, all right, action, and I'm like, all right, we're doing it. Hey man, hey man, it's not a fetish video. Stop putting it in her leg, man. That's not where it's supposed oh, to go. No. <laughs> you put it in the wrong. You like the stork will be here any minute with the baby, exactly. and I like the stork. <laughs> the stork. The hell are you talking Cut? about? What's wrong with this guy? Where'd Did you he find say this stork? Exactly. That's hilarious. So you'd have been a virgin on a porn set. You just yeah. keep fingering her. What? What? She like? Okay, put it in. You like that? I don't really know how to. <laughs> not yet. Not yet. I need to put my fingers in. <laughs> what would orientation have been like? Or yeah. pull out some old videos. So this is how we used to do it. We're, we're, we've advanced the technology. Now we do it like this, and this is what you're going to be doing. That's crazy, though. But, like, I got to do that. Is there going to be people in there? Are they going to have the lights on? Do you have any questions? Are the lights going to be on? Pretty misleading. <laughs> do you though. go under the blanket so nobody sees you? Uh, no, 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 man. You will see everything. That's pretty misleading, though. Models want it. So that's false advertisement. I mean, they get men and women like that. Although. I think the experience, right, because there are probably some girls that, well, I'm here. Fresh off, <laughs> fresh off the bus from Indiana, you know, want to make and, a way for themselves. Might need that money and just go, well, guess I'm doing porn now. Yeah, so. no, that, that, was, that was Brian Pumper. But anyway, look, we're coming up on the end of the first segment here. Um, when we come back, we're going to get into advice. We're going to get into Betty White and the usual Arguing the jokes for me and Phil. I hope y'all enjoying this. And if you are, make sure to like, share, subscribe, cool. and uh, tell your friends about it, man. This is this is I'm having join this. Yeah, it's fun. And I've had some people hit me up or you know follow me out the blue, and I'm like, oh, friends of Avery. There you go. <laughs> they must know them from his time in porn. It's fun. <laughs> <laughs> so you've been a DJ, a comedian, an MMA fighter, and almost did porn. I'm just glad that you didn't know that when we had to do our roast for that uh, for yeah. that show. Because <laughs> Phil brought up the MMA stuff, and I was like, oh, you, oh, okay, Phil. But if he would have known about this, he'd have been like, right. 
How could they play the porn, Kev? Like, hey, come on. You didn't man. make the final cut. Your your, your scenes and deleted scenes, Kev. A <laughs> that showed up on a porn set. I almost got the job, you too. Think they would have been like, let me see your stroke real quick. But see, this is your privilege again for being your height yep. and your build. They didn't ask no questions. My little ass come down there. Hey, let us see a stroke let's, or something, yeah. little man. Let's check your references. <laughs> Give me your ex-girlfriend number. Right. But listen, uh, we'll be right back. This is But I Don't Know, though. But I'm just saying that that's how we could keep that brief. All right, y'all. So we're in part two or segment two of But I Don't Know, though. You're here with your co-host, Avery Mason, uh, almost porn star, comedian, actor, and also Phil. I'm checking the time. Hunt, comedian. And we're going to get into Betty White. We're going to get into the advice or the favorites. Get to our segments now, you know. I'm, I'm going to let you pick first, Phil. You want to, <clears throat> would you want to do advice or do you want to do Betty White? Let's do some advice. All right, fair enough. Uh, let's do, uh, we'll do, we'll do like two or three questions, and we'll see where we're at with time, and then um, yeah. yeah, we'll get right into the Betty White. So the first question comes to us from one of my favorite sites, dig.com, D-I-G-G. And the question is, can I continue to have sex with my boyfriend's brother even though my boyfriend wants me to stop? <laughs> Uh, see, now, All right. I know there's more to read, right? There's more to it, yes, every time. But let me just go ahead and say that if you've been listening to this podcast, a while ago I told Avery here, <laughs> I said women ask questions <laughs> that they fucking know the answer to. <laughs> Continue reading. Well, uh, first she of all, knows the fucking answer. First to. of all, hold on, we don't know if that's a man or a woman asking that question. We uh-huh. live in the age of... Right? Maybe she. It might be a man. It is June. It is Pride Month. There you but go. Still. So it might actually be a man nah, saying. Nah, bro. But you don't think it makes a difference. Whoever it is, you know, this is a woman. Because these are the types of questions they ask. Jesus Christ. All right. Anyway, he's, he's not. She knows the fucking answer. She's smarter than that. He's not She's empathetic. He's not. Last, last week, he was empathetic to the lady sitting in the car for three hours. But this week, he's not here for it. He's like, no, 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 no. Well, this I'm is not. different. This is sexual. You know damn well the answer right. to that. Uh, <laughs> that lady was just sitting in the car. Well, I think there might be more to it, Phil. There might be a yeah, reason. Yeah. She, she might have uh, answered an ad in the paper that said all models right, want right, it. All right. You know what? You know what? All right. <laughs> drink, drink your lemonade. All right. I was, it was a a long time ago. I need the money. All right. Let me read the rest of you. Right. <clears throat> Last year, my boyfriend's brother lost his job during the pandemic and moved in with us. We spent a lot of time together. I was also out of a job and started to have sex every once in a while. And then we started to have it a lot. We both felt guilty about doing it secretly. So we fessed up and were surprised and happy that it was OK with him. For the first couple months, I just bed hopped. But then they both decide, this is also called poly, poly lifestyle. Uh, but then they both decided they wanted to try it at the same time. No ick factor because they don't have sex with each other. They just both have sex with me at the same time. This is taking a turn. I've done it with two guys before, but never when I love both of them. And this has been the best sex and the best relationship I ever had. But now... Brother got a new job and boyfriend wants him to get his own place. That would be bad enough, but he also wants to go back to us being monogamous with each other. <laughs> I don't want to do that. He asked if I was choosing his brother over him and I said no. 
I want them both. He says this was just an arrangement for convenience when we were all thrown together. <laughs> but there's no need for it anymore. We haven't talked to brother about it yet because we want to resolve how we feel about it with each other first. Is there some way this could work out? <laughs> Take a minute. Hey, Bri, I'm going to let you go first. For real? Uh, I feel bro, like go ahead and sound off on what you think, bro. I, I feel like, you know, I think you and I might have the same opinion on this. I'm not, I'm not going to speak for you, but I will say... Um, it is a little weird that two brothers would want to sleep with the same girl at the same time. Maybe alternating turns would make sense to me, but the idea that I'm in the same room with my brother doing this one girl makes me very uncomfortable. One, yeah. two, you living with me and you sleeping with the, that's like a violation, just regular human that's a the bro code violation number one. That's like go get your own. Cause one thing she ain't made clear is this, she paying rent to it. Just nah, him. she she lived there with the boyfriend, so I'm sure they paying rent. Cause I tell you the truth, now, I don't think the brother's paying rent though. If she paying her half, he paying his. Now it's an equal arrangement. She living here for free, and also getting double dick. <laughs> Gotta get my Absolutely the fuck not. Like, ma'am, what in the hell? Yeah, now you gotta... And see, this is what I mean. Because, again, this is the question she knows the answer of to. Of course, of course. If her, him and her brother, if him and his brother was some sort of real G's, they gone and piece it up and just cut her the fuck off. Because the truth is, she's useless. I mean, well, and, and when I say this, what I mean is, and let me be clear. Mm-hmm. If we come into the game as, you know... I like you and your brother. Everything stated up front. This is really unfair to the first brother. Meaning the brother that was, this was his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. This is really unfair to him because that's not what he signed up for. He sure did. So beyond her, I don't know if he's the older brother or the little brother, but I would have went ahead and beat my brother ass. He would have <laughs> had to fight about that. Yeah. And I mean, why? And, and I stated it very clear. Like, look, you bang my girl. You already won. Mm-hmm. You got me. But we fighting. Right. Now, we we still brothers. We blood. I got, you got we going to charge it to the game after that. We yeah. going to piece it up and, and round mom and shit. We ain't even going to bring it up. But know that that would have been my last day talking to her. And I'd have put her the fuck out. Like, yeah, but if the, I could have. I, I think the problem is they they. Like when he found out, they went along with it for a long time, and I was like, "You get comfortable now." She's like, "Well, I want both of them." It's like, yeah, uh... but I think she is when she says went along with it. She probably I wanted to do it. Just hear me out. I don't think he knew what to do in that situation because he's going, "Damn, I took my brother in just off the strength of like it's a pandemic, bro. You lost your job. You can't play for your place. Come stay with me." Come stay with me on some shit. I open my house to you, not my girl to you. But again, like that, the old saying goes, you know, if you can lose her to somebody or if somebody can take her away from you, she was never yours. Mm. So it seemed like what she done discovered is some sort of like, like you were saying earlier, she's one of them strange poly girls or whatever to where she's into that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It don't seem like the first brother that was her boyfriend is. It don't seem like the second dude, and I mean, this is my reading of the situation. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're playing basketball and they say no take backs, right. a layup's a layup. But like, you know, I was home, 
he wasn't, which is really fucked up too because yeah, you know, once she lost her job, now she's at home all day with him. With him, that's all they so have to do. So where it's like, yeah, bro, this is just too. I mean, gonna charge it to the game. Like I said, I almost wouldn't even yeah. judge my brother because at a point it's like he couldn't have done this shit if your nasty ass didn't want to do it. Right. It, it, so that's on you. I think if it would have been anybody else but the brother, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. if it was if it wasn't his brother, so I was like, I used to throw that guy out. Hey, I'll do whatever way I go. He gotta go. And and we, I, me and my boy, we split a girl one time. It happened. You did? At her request. At the same time. Not at the same time. Oh, okay. I was gonna ask. Was at her request. She was she was good at what she did. I told her, "Hey, that's it. That's all I got." And she asked me, "You think your homeboy?" Or? And I said, "Willie, <laughs> shit, I ain't never seen a dude drop a PlayStation controller <laughs> so fast." She, but I knew she was strange because uh. I knew she was strange because when I took her in my room, mind you, my boy in the next room, roommate, buddy, whatever the fuck. You know, as I'm boning her, she crawling up the wall and screaming, and I'm going, yo, yo, like they can hear you. Most girls, you know, you might smash in a room, and there's other people in the other room, but they being somewhat quiet or timid. But I knew by how she crawling up the walls, like, oh, shit, freak, freak. Anyway, I never talked to her again after that. What'd your boy say? I mean, thanks. What are you going to say? <laughs> hey, you got, hey, Bradley drinks on me when we go out this Friday. First round's on me. Uh, a layup to layup. But, like I said, yeah, me and my brother, nah, that's a, that's I, a I, it's fucked up because that first dude has feelings. And like I said, I think by her saying, yeah, it was his place he, by her saying he has, you know, he accepted it. She's really lying. He kind of just looked at her and went, went like, with it. He yeah. didn't know what to do. And then, mind you, add the pandemic on top of that to yeah. where he was like, I care about her. I don't want to be a cold motherfucker and throw her out in the middle of a global crisis. Right. I also really can't throw my brother out like I want to because global crisis. Mm-hmm. Also, the embarrassment to where he's going. When I throw her out, people are going to ask what happened. Right. When yeah. I throw him out, people well, gonna ask. You know, what also happened. too, he don't want probably don't want to lose her. You know, it's like, hey, if I tell well, her no, they're gonna do he, it behind was, my back he anyway. Was, he was already attached. They're gonna to do it behind my back anyway if I say so no. This so this is and this is where, where women become annoying because the emotion, the abuse is not physical; it's emotional. That's emotional abuse, dog. Uh, that well, you you really are putting a strain on him. And, and I'm only saying that because if we flip this joint, yeah, if that was, oh my women God. be so upset at this question. He's got to go. Get him out. He's, if it was a woman saying, hey, you know, I moved my sister in with me and my man. I mean, it's basically Players Club, ain't it? Yeah. And you seen what Diamond did. Bitch, you got to go. And that's why Monique said there can't be any other women in that house when I leave yeah. my house. We all got to go because we all know what it is. So, yeah, it's like you know, she's being yeah. emotionally abusive to do. Hopefully, he wakes up and realizes, like, yeah, you gotta go. Like I said, your brother's your brother, but with this one, gotta let it you go. You gotta let that go. Blow. Never do it again. Let it blow in the wind. Let her find another set of brothers. We, we got time for one more advice question, and then we'll move on to Betty White. This is a good one. I'm gonna take it away from the women for a sec. We're gonna lighten it up a little bit. And this question is also on dig.com. Is there any online dating site where I can find women half my age who won't ask me for money? <laughs> and there's more. 
Mm-hmm. I've had bad relationships with women I've met online in the past. Last year, a young woman came and stayed with me from March through June and kept asking me for money. I ended up giving her six thousand dollars. Stayed with him. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. When it was all said and done, after things ended with that woman, I started talking to another woman who borrowed four thousand for medical expenses. See, that's the dude. This girl need to go find right. Fuck him and his brother and get some money out. Currently, I'm talking to a few women, primarily this one thirty year old who lives in the same state as me. But every time I ask her to get together in person, she always says that she wishes she could, but is busy that weekend. <laughs> Then there's another one who's 27 that says she wants to be with me, but she doesn't have money to get gas to come visit. Oh, Larry. What is the best way to find somebody to date? Do you know of any good dating sites where you really don't have to pay a lot? Because because he's giving all the money to the women or they took it. He ain't got nothing Listen. left. Because I don't want to spend a lot of money trying to find somebody. I'm going to be 50 a week from today. This motherfucker think asking you shall receive is a like a real thing. Like, that was... The Lord, you didn't have to be like the Lord. Are you the Lord, motherfucker? Quit <laughs> asking. You shall receive. Listen, <sighs> what is, and all these trick ass questions people ask. It is better to give than to receive. Says who? Says a broke motherfucker. Your bank account never says it's better to give than yeah, receive. I'll tell you that. So, what do you for think? For this you know? guy, like again, charge this to the game, bro. Like, oh, here's here's the problem. He's fifty. Yeah. You're trying to bag 30-year-old woman. If you want to date a younger woman, that is what's known as a sugar daddy. Mm-hmm. So you are years. you are being charged, bro. You're not dating them. Chill on that computer. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Just because you can get to... Here, yeah, I'm on my way to crush it. I'm over here leaning on uh, this laptop, which belongs to uh, Phil's. Anyway. Um, yeah, so that's that come with the territory, bro. And you should know... You know, unless you're famous, like, you know, what did they show? Lionel Richie's girlfriend was like, I think he's like 65 and she's like yeah, he 28. Got a, he, got a old, he got a young girl, man. Young unless girl. you're famous, those women are with you because you're of your money. And, it, and the money's part of the equation for these older men, too, you know, for Hugh Hefner. I'm here because you got the Playboy Mansion. If you had the Playboy trailer, there'd be no me, <laughs> motherfucker. You know? The Playboy pickup truck. Yeah. He's got to stop giving these women money. Like, you can date them if you want to, but when they well, try to bag you for money, tell stop. them, no, I ain't got it. He's not dating them. That's the issue. He's being charged, <laughs> but he's too stupid to realize that. This goes back to what I what we talked about earlier. Now, you're going to put this episode out together, right? Yep. Well, one episode. On the earlier part of this episode, when I talked about the dude. Yeah. You yeah. know, that thought he was dating a stripper. <laughs> we were in a dating relationship. No, you weren't. you weren't. You're the dude in the strip club that gives a girl a few dollars. She shakes that ass on your lap and you go, I think she likes me. It's a transaction. She don't like you because here's the deal. And this is very simple for guys. If she likes you, she won't ask you for money. Mm-hmm. Not directly. She may say, hey, I'm hungry or, you know, I'd like to go out sometime or anything McDonald's, like that. Right? But she's never going to go. Oh, I need seven hundred dollars. 
then you get to know a woman, you, you, y'all really become bonded. She may say, hey, man, shit, I need something on the light deal. Like, whatever, whatever. <laughs> you over here all the time or whatever. But mm-hmm. Watching my TV and cable. They usually find it a slick way to say it to you and then you can do or not. But, $6,000. But you're, this dude is paying women. He just shacked the girl up. Remember he said she let live with him. Yeah, she did. Which is like, you ain't going to have a living with you and be giving her money. What are you doing? How much money do you got, motherfucker? 4000 for medical expenses. Wow. Jesus Christ. Bro, you got, uh, what websites can you go on? I mean, that's kind of out of my... Well, uh, the first thing you need to do is watch the Mac. You'll be in a rest haven for hoes. Oh, boy, okay? you will get, so, you listeners, will get canceled. Go back and watch the Mac. You, I'm, I'm uncancelable, buddy. Not you, the guy. If you go back and watch the Mac, sir, you will get canceled. Just go no, you find won't. you... Go find you a go on Facebook dating or something. You can. It was in the contract. You won't get canceled because it's in the contract of like we pimping, baby. You know, this is a transactional interaction. How much is it? It's that much, and they definitely probably overcharging you. And you fifty, so find a girl your age. You ain't quit lusting over twenty year olds and thirty year olds. I don't even know what y'all talking about. What y'all talking about? Do you remember what it was like before the internet? No, I don't. Talking about getting charged. That's what that's the what the conversation's about. You buying he's like, things. yo, he's like, yo, I used to have all these AOL free trial subscription CDs. See, and she's like, by, she's like, what's a CD? Right. But see, this is what I mean by, you know, like, bro, you the term for that is sugar daddy. So I guess he is. If he, yeah, yeah. yeah. What daddy. do you <laughs> you think a twenty-something-year-old woman wants your old ass? No. no yeah, Michael Jordan's know. new wife is is, is twenty-two. She don't want his old ass. She wants his old ass to pay for things. Then right. you gotta finish that sentence. No, but, but he's Michael Jordan. Yeah, he is. Your ass is just a regular ass dude. You getting billed? <laughs> you thought it was. Damn, I feel sorry for you, bro. You're gonna have to find you a site. And he's yeah, like, find you giving, woman, he's, he's giving these women this money and then talking about can I find a site that's affordable? Motherfucker, you just gave more your yeah, money. And you what know? site are you on? OnlyFans, motherfucker? You on OnlyFans doing meetups with women <laughs> that clearly are into some form of uh pornography. All that money. Ooh, clearly into some form of exploitation. Hilarious. What site is this man on? Backpage? Maybe. Right, so I said site, back pages. Uh, yeah. Finding girls on Craigslist. You remember back page. Um, oh, come on, bro. We got time for one more. This is a funny one and a short one. So, right. uh, should I stop buying chocolates for people at work because a fat person ate some? Oh, my God. <laughs> should I? You get, should I repeat it or you heard it first? Time? I heard you. I'm a senior leader in a large healthcare system. My department's break room, I noticed... In my department's break room, I noticed a small, empty wicker basket. I started to fill it anonymously. Easy for me to say. Anonymously. I started to fill it anonymously with individually wrapped chocolates I buy personally as a small morale booster. Every week or so, I refill the basket. Last week, I walked into the office of one of my direct reports for a brief meeting and noticed on their desk a small pile of Hershey's Kisses. (laughs) Likely taken from the basket in the break room. <laughs> this employee is a high-performing, outstanding individual. They are also quite overweight. 
I said nothing, of course, but now I am wondering, am I contributing to this person's weight problem <laughs> with all its attendant health risks, or am I just doing something nice for the office staff or both? Do I continue to fill the basket with chocolates? See, now, I was gonna go until she said health-wise, I was gonna go with the angle of, yo, you kind of being fat-phobic because you put them there. You didn't say who they were for. Mm-hmm. You didn't say exactly how many to take. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't matter to you who is taking really what. Or how many. Because if the person was skinny, you probably wouldn't be tripping. No. But Please now that don't. she threw the health angle on there. So a small pile. She don't ass. want to come to her funeral because she died from diabetes. Got you know? sugar. Or maybe passed. didn't even hear how she passed. And then they go, complications with diabetes. And she go, fuck. I was sitting here putting all that chocolate there, Shoving and it down she just throat. couldn't help herself. I mean, maybe it is a little fat phobic. You're making assumptions. But, I don't know if this person's healthy or but not. I, that person's not healthy. We, we like to play this game that fat people are now, you know, some sort of beacon of whatever, but it's like you can't make the well, stairs. She, first of all, she didn't say fat. She said overweight, so that could be anything, 20, 30 pounds. But, like, Good you brand. can't assume that someone is... Maybe this person just didn't get breakfast in the morning. And I don't happen. think she said that for no reason. It'd be nice if she attached a picture and we could all judge. All I'm saying is she went with the health angle, so it's really not about the person's weight. It's more about maybe her guilt, mm-hmm. feeling like she's contributing. Now, here's where the fat person is fucking up. All of these things are like formalities, right? Mm-hmm. You leave a restaurant, there's mints. Right. You know damn well <laughs> that they don't mean take three handfuls and stuff your pockets with them. You know my kids love these. I'm going to take some of these home for my kids. Yeah, <laughs> it don't mean take the whole basket. It's a common courtesy. It's a formality. Mm-hmm. You leave the restaurant, maybe you was eating something that has a smell, you know. I don't know, a tuna sandwich or some shit. Right. Take you two to three minutes, two to three, and be on your fucking way. You can use all three mints at one time if the smell's that strong. But you don't. Uh, you take a handful. Take a whole fucking a whole handful. Fucking basket two handfuls. Then she come back for seconds because this is at the office. <laughs> oh, this was good. I ain't had lunch yet. So this person is really beyond being fat and in, mm-hmm. in health. Taking advantage of somebody else's kindness. That it's like, leave well, some for somebody well, that, else. Well, that's why I was going to jump in, Phil. Uh, I say... Stop buying the damn chocolates. I'm not even looking at it as a fat thing. Listen, mm-hmm. you come there to work, all right? You get paid a salary. I know maybe you're the manager or something, but at least if you're going to do that, let them know that you're the one doing it so maybe people will be a little more respectful Whoa. when taking the chocolates. But if you're doing it anonymously and you just leave it, people go, it's free? Yeah. <laughs> I don't mind if I do. I could have these in the car. And- well, passive aggressiveness works within the workplace. You ain't got to single nobody out so politely. Scribble or type you a note that says one, one per two to three. Yeah, two to three. Like we, we all got to get through our day. We need a little something to munch see, on and whatnot. But yeah, yeah, two to three. See, this is where public shaming also comes in handy. You don't got to say nothing, but somebody just be standing there and just kind of look at you, mm-hmm. and as you say, you be like, huh? You just stare at them like, oh, okay. And they clearly didn't try to hide them when she came in or nothing. No. Just had a pile on the desk. It's <laughs> going like, at it one by one. Calm down, bro. Like, these are <laughs> for everybody, not just for you. Oh, God, I hate that. I would go to Sunday dinners with my family, and you looking at this big piece of uh, baked macaroni, and you just waiting your turn to get to there, and one of your cousins come in and take this ab- obnoxiously big piece 
of baked macaroni, put it on a plate where you don't leave enough space on the plate for salad or any other meat. So you basically have a plate of baked macaroni. And I'm just, I hate that. You can't eat that much. Yeah. But often they wind up throwing away that kind of food. No, nah, not my not my house. You don't throw away food in my house. You get beaten if you do that. You don't waste good good mm-hmm. food. No, nah, no, nah. you don't eat all of that. Or you go wrap it up, save it for later. But yeah, that's yeah. Common courtesy should tell this person like, yo, chill out a little bit. And then I would have liked if you know when she came in. Usually when you get caught with your hand in the cookie jar, in this case the chocolate jar, you kind of some self awareness. <laughs> My bad, like you said, I, I, <laughs> I, I ain't really eat, eat breakfast or but nothing. You know what a good test would be, Phil, if this lady's worried about this person being fat. So this person, instead of bringing chocolates, you bring in granola bars yeah. and see if they take all of those. Oh, that's if, hilarious. If they don't, then all right. It's just a, start it's getting a, fat-free yeah. chocolates. <laughs> exactly. And just casually <laughs> place them there. And it's be come back as a basket full of chocolates. All right, I guess they didn't like it. I guess it was just a, was a fat thing. They didn't want that. Some Diet Coke. Exactly. You want that? Nah, basket just be full. Just be dusty. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I feel like the fact that there was no shame or guilt on that person's part, because you would think you were kind of, hey, you want one? You know, I just, you know, <laughs> yeah, I, I, those two were stuck together. You know, that's Hilarious. the shit you try to, <laughs> you know, those eight were stuck together. <laughs> All right. All right, Phil, it's that time. Are you ready we to play ready. Betty White? Now, you ready? I'm ready. I know for those of you who don't know, you've been listening to your first episode. Betty White is the game that we play. Well, I'm going to tell you a weird crime that's happened. And Phil, I was like doing it to Phil because, you know, it's not so much fun doing it to me because we let Phil do it once and he picked a, uh, I'm probably going to have to cut that one out, honestly. That, that, what one? The, what we did with the, I was Betty White and he, he the shooter guy. And I was like, uh, That's okay. You think so? Yeah. What do you... Don't be that person. You don't think like we cheered for the motherfucker. We just was like, yeah, uh, that is ass white. You know, was he white? Yeah, he was white. Oh, of course. Fuck you mean. <laughs> well, I guess we'll leave that one in. But the game is played. We're going to tell you a weird crime. And Phil's going to have to guess if the person is white by saying Betty White. If he's black. Or we're going to do other. We haven't figured out the other races yet. But uh, we'll just say other. You'll say other. other. Right. Now, Phil, what do you say if it's if it's not a black person? Couldn't have been us. Couldn't have been no niggas. That's right. Couldn't have been. If it wasn't no, well, well, who could it be then? If you think it's a white person, what you want to say if it's a white person? Betty White. That's right. All right, so. Y'all know Betty White. That's right. Golden Girls and whatnot. Definitely the Golden Girls. All right. Are you let's ready? Go. Here we go. Three men sexually assaulted nine horses. A cow, a goat, and dogs. Come on, dog. Noah's Ark met Caligula when three Ohio men, with the help of a teenage boy, sexually assaulted nearly a dozen farm animals and a bunch of dogs. All three men were sentenced to prison in April for their bizarre brand of animal husbandry. The (laughs) twisted trio did appear to have one standard. All the victims were female animals. (laughs) Wow, okay. What do you say? They're like, yo, I fuck an animal, but I, I ain't on no gay shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's wild. They do the line. Hey, is that, that a girl? No, no, get the, get the next one. What? Yeah, I don't even, I'm like, how could you even tell? But I guess if I grew up in Ohio on a farm, oh, I, would, I, would, I would be able to tell. Oh. That's wow. So what? which animals in particular did they get? So it was nine horses. Nine horses. Which... 
I can't imagine a horse standing there and taking that, like, especially when the you horse probably is... had it in the barn or stall tied oh, up. Oh God! Some shit. Oh God! All right, there was nine horses, a cow, a goat, and dogs. Maybe I shouldn't judge them. Maybe they answered an ad in the paper that said models wanted. I should have never. I should have never said anything. I should have never said anything, man. Maybe they Uh, answered an ad in the paper that said models wanted. And they showed up in actual form. What do you think, bro? Well, listen. As as someone who's from the Midwest, Indiana, Indianapolis to be particular, and drove through Ohio, a lot of farmland, a lot of cows, horses, and everything else. Lots of animals. Come on, man. Bet they white. Come on, Betty. Yeah. Definitely some gold girls. Wow. <laughs> See, they need to find that girl from our advice college. Yeah, she out yeah. here doing brothers, cousins, and everything else. So, so Phil is correct. They are white. Um, wow. They were hitting horses. Horses, horses. What was the other one? A cow, a goat, and dogs. And I'm positive the dogs fought back. I'm positive all those animals fought back. Hey, 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 hey. This ain't what it's supposed to be. You ain't my type. I'm surprised that people haven't. Made that some sort of thing by now. You know me, I'm animal sexual. Say what? I'm animal sexual. All right, let's get to the next one here. This might be a little hard for you. I'm going to try to throw you off. A New Jersey woman burns down house of a man who called her for sex at 4 a.m., then fell asleep. A New (laughs) New Jersey woman gave new meaning to hot and bothered by burning down the house of a man who called her for a 4 a.m. booty call, then fell asleep. She showed up at the home of a man who texted her looking for a little action. That man got all he could handle when he awoke to find his house engulfed in flames and eight missed phone calls. Oh, wow. She has also texted her old flame while he was asleep with love notes like, I see you want to die. The victim escaped through a window and authorities rescued his dog. She was arrested for the attack and charged with attempted murder. What say you, Phil? Oh, she was arrested. That's the good news. Mm-hmm. She ain't on the loose. <sighs> Man. Tough one, huh? We grew up with, you know, the group TLC. Mm-hmm. No scrubs. All right, no scrubs. Waterfalls. Left Eye was a member of that group. Mm-hmm. She burnt the house down. I don't feel like white women play with fire like that. <laughs> I feel like this is definitely a black woman. Oh, no, it's one of us. Yeah, one of our people. She, she might have even had the bonnet on. One of our people. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was one of our people. Yeah. Lord Jesus. One of them girls with the bonnet on. You shouldn't have played with her at 4 a.m., brother. You know. That's why sometimes when a woman tell you stay on the phone, mm-hmm. stay on the phone. Because, yeah, I drive over here. You're going to be bullshit. But see, this is why you got to move in with your booty call. That way you can just roll, just roll over. Hey, hey, knock, knock, what you doing? Sleep, or you hey. can wake them up and just take it from them. But, take you it know. We got there's some good ones in here. I wonder if I, we, we got, I feel like we got time for maybe like, maybe, what do you think, two more, two or three more? Well, here's the thing, and I mean, I was going to say this, but let's be for real. You didn't spend enough time on that last one. Oh, you want to go back to which one? The house burning down? No, because playing with fire, I don't like to play with fire. That was the very horses. Obvious. You stuck on the horses? In fact, he might have deserved that. I wanted when he smelled smoke, he woke his ass up. You, you, talk, you, you stuck on the horses, aren't you? Yeah, you didn't breeze past and tried to move on. It's like hold up, hold up. You hold need time up. to process. I understand. Go ahead. 
They was hitting these animals raw, or they was. They didn't say Why would we want to know that? Who cares? Does it make a difference if they're wearing protection or not? Because I, mean, I feel I'm like I'm wondering what type of people is really out here. Th- these are people. Look at this picture. You go on. The, it's on the DailyNews.com. These guys. The Midwest like, a bad name because y'all New Yorkers already think we crazy and bro, you know down south bro, they sleep with their cousins. Bro, they are these crazy. Fools down here sleeping with animals. Phil, one horse is one thing, but they did nine horses. A couple dogs, a, a cow, and a goat. You couldn't they stop went on a horse. Free. It's a good thing they wasn't on Noah's Ark, man. Hilarious. Those God, if you stop the Earth, don't don't pick two people from Ohio to be on that <laughs> boat. Hold on now. Not not uh, they, they, they did this as a group, or they went. What they took? Turns? It was a group. It was a group. I wonder if he maybe was like, one of them hold the horse, man, the that, other one like make that sure horse he ass get is good right there. Oh, God. You know what that? What's the horse names? Stallions, Stallions obviously are a type of horse. Sea biscuit. Yeah, they race horse names. Black Beauty, or as would say, Beauty. Lemonade got some good man. Oh God! That oh. tongue. You see the way she lick her face? Look at her eating them oats. She got a couple. She thick as hell. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I hate is that they also you the details that you said they took a teenager with them. Yeah, yeah, they did. Because it's just like, you feel like somebody should have had some sense. You feel like they was almost listening to the teenager. He's probably a virgin, though. He said, I'm about to uh, pop this cherry one way or another. Out here popping horse cherries. It's just nine horses. They said a dog. A couple dogs. Like, how? What drug? Whatever drug they took. Like, I don't want some parts of that. Maybe they just on a farm too much. This is a whole nother version of Old McDonald had a farm. Oh, boy. That's the... E-I-E-I, motherfucking no. (laughs) No, E-I-E-I, no! But see, then, here's my question now. How did they get caught? Uh, Now, that they don't say. Did the uh, horses do a 60 Minutes interview? You know what? Let me see if I can find... Of course, like, I, I wish I could do a good... Cut the camera. Okay, so... I don't want to talk about that part. Like, if a horse could talk, that's what they would say. Right, so I got a little more details. They said, this. man, these horses out here snitching. <laughs> uh, the, the, the teenage boy uh, was one who had to hold the animals while the guys took their turns. What? Yeah. Um, this is insane. Yeah, no, that's all I got here. They don't. They don't so they literally were buck breaking. LOL. Oh my god! All right, <laughs> we're gonna move on. Literally, at that point, we're, we are going to. Move oh man, on. nah. See, you should have known better to read me that shit first. You close on that. Three no, dudes. No, no, no. What I'm about to close with is just a lot. randomly boning animals oh, out in Ohio, god, and now god. you're in jail, and you known as the horse fucker. That's yeah. crazy. All right, so what's up with these? Are these animals getting counseling? I don't... <laughs> I'm concerned. You feel the like a horse get therapy? Like if they were married, their wife would be mad. Mm-mm. Don't come over here. You liked every bit of that. You were smiling. <laughs> I was watching you while it happened. Ah. Uh... Break up with them. You, you like that human dick. I sent you. You you got me at breaking horses, all right? You That's me, all right? Wow. Yeah, no, it's uh these are some weird Shit, I need counseling at this point. Well, you know what? I'm gonna skip this next one because this next one was similar to that. Okay, first yeah, yeah, one. yeah, yeah, yeah. No more of no that. No more of that because <laughs> no more of that. Hey, Peter gonna up. shut us down. That's who we get canceled by. All right, so woman's 
box of sex toys contained her lover's decapitated head. Box of sex toys. There are weird neighbors, and then there's this lady. Not only did she ask a neighbor to store a box of sex toys for her, that box contains the decapitated, rotting head of her missing husband. Mm-mm. According to reports, she told the neighbor that she wanted the sex toys out of her house while it was being scoured by investigators looking for clues to her husband's disappearance. Mm. That neighbor sensed something was wrong when the box started to stink. <laughs> See, yeah, exactly. The rest of the victim's whereabouts remain a mystery. Yeah, man. Um, what do you got? I definitely bet she right. Because mm. black woman might chop your head off, but we ain't finna keep. Couldn't have been no nipples. Couldn't have been no nipples. Well, Phil, we're not keeping it. That's your final answer because we're gonna have to switch it up because it was a Spanish woman. Her name was Maria del Carmen. See, yeah, that's probably some sort of ritual. You think so? Hispanic was ritual or something. What they into like Catholic witch doctor Ca- Catholicism? Remember the one we did with the guy who had the witch doctor? He had to put olive oil perhaps, on it. Perhaps, perhaps. Yeah, yeah, that might be some sort of ritual, man. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, ain't no listen, ain't no black woman. She might chop your head off, but she ain't finna keep it under the bed. It's stinking and shit. She gave a box to a neighbor. Well, it's, this this last one isn't really a crime. They must be good friends. Hold up, brother. You, see, this is, you be trying to go too fast. I'm trying to move Now on. I'm processing we, the fact that we, not only did she kill her husband, he not. must have fell asleep on a text, too. <laughs> what, what, what was her ish? Did it say, Why? And he went missing, and she. So I wonder what she did with the rest of his body. They can't find it. And kept it with her sex toys. Yeah. So she just got a human head in the middle of a bunch of dildos, which yeah. makes me then say Probably some butt plugs. Which makes me then say, how many sex toys do you have that you thought I'm gonna just put a human head in this box? How big is this box? I don't know. It must be a shoot. No, it must be big. A human you head. You would think a head would be kind of heavy. Yeah. It's a brain in that muff. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. rotting all the worms inside it now. Huh. Hold on. And how long had he been dead? How many days he had been missing? See, I'm going to look this one up. Let's, Let's see. see. Give me give me the name here. I want to see how many days he was missing. It's uh, Del Carmen, his last name. You can put Del Carmen. Del Carmen kills I'm, husband. Yeah, I'm going to try to. And see, yeah, we need her zodiac sign and everything for the listeners so we can tell them what type of women okay, to so avoid. Okay, so this happened in Spain. Oh, see, yeah, once we get cross-cultural, ain't no telling what's going on in these other countries. I mean, they probably don't think that we over here boning animals. But because we're Americans, all of us, I have to take credit for that. And somebody might make me explain and say, hey, buddy, uh, guess what? You know, there's some guys in Ohio, so sure as I'm judging people in Spain, they judging us. Like, y'all the ones fucking animals. At least we ain't put... Part of a cow head in a, in a box of sex toys. All right, what was the name? Uh, Maria Del Carmen. I'm trying to see how long. Yeah, I want to see how long he was missing before they went. Ma'am, your house stinks. All right, so according to this, uh, her husband had gone missing from their hometown in February. And... Okay, yeah, I Googled it now. I'm getting some stuff. Yeah, I guess this happened in October of that year. Mm. So from February to October, when this came out, he was missing. February to October. 
So that's like six months over six months, almost a year. Mm-hmm. Like eight months. So that's funny, and they never suspected his wife. They did. The family didn't believe it. The excuse she gave was that uh, he went on a cruise and broke his phone. I wonder what this motherfucker did that had her this tight about whatever. But in, and I feel like you got to do a lot to make a woman want to kill you. Yeah. Now, granted, that last woman just burnt down the house. Yeah. Her excuse was... And she tried to call him as she was burning the house down. She said, this is what his ass get for being asleep. And in the woman's mind, that makes perfect sense. Anyway. The wife said that she told the family that the husband went on vacation by himself where he broke his phone by dropping it in the bathtub. Mmm. Interesting. Hmm. I wonder what the hell he did. It says she's 61, right? right? According to this, family members reported the husband missing, but police reportedly had nothing to investigate. And she's 61. Yeah. See, that's that menopause. After Del Carmen, the woman, the wife, told the judge that her partner had taken more than $13,000 in cash from the home and left her. See, now she, we need to hook her up with the sugar man, the sugar daddy from earlier story. And he liked giving cash. This man's taking cash and it got him killed. You feel me? Yeah. And and plus, you know, she'll kill you. So you you give her whatever she likes. So she took some money. He took some money from her. Mm-hmm. And then she decided, well, I'm going to kill him. But here's the thing I wanted to ask you. Because right. cause we're very nice to women. We don't judge them as they judge us. Sex toys. How many before you're like a maniac? I feel like if you have more than three. Right, that's a good number. You don't need more than three. More than three. You need a box of sex toys. And if the batteries in your toy go beyond C, like anything as big as a C battery, like if you got to put D batteries in that joint. Yeah, yeah, it's a little too much. Yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't know, ma'am. Well, know, like if, you're, if you got a budget for sex toys, that's a problem. Your clit is which, probably non-existent because they like to judge us as men. They like that they're freaks, they're perverts, they're sex addicts. Right. We, we're nice to them. What we call them? Nymphos? This is think, kind of a nice a man, word. I think a man could, or a woman could be a nympho. I don't think that's exclusive to Right, me. but I'm saying, look at how many guys have checked into rehab for sex addiction. Eric Benet. Tiger, Tiger Woods. Eric Benet. I think Kelly. Kirk Franklin said he was addicted to porn. Yeah, that's not a real... Yeah, but, but again, the stigma. Have you ever heard of a woman? Because we just... Look at the woman we just talked about. The woman that was um, fucking the brothers. Hold on. The woman that was fucking the brothers. Nobody is going to ever just pop out and say it. You a fucking hoe. Like, you, 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 you I ain't going to say you, you a hoe. Because you broke the rules of y'all, bounds of y'all relationship. Now, granted, I don't necessarily know them. And I would like to say this was a younger guy. And it's 20-something. And he just didn't know how to say how he felt. Of like, you a hoe. I can't believe you did this. But, but you see what I'm saying of how hesitant we are to... But we can name all these guys, you know, that yeah. checked in the rehab. Tiger Woods. I can't think of Kirk one. Franklin. I can't think of one woman. So I'm saying for this woman. I can't think of one. You say to yourself, how many toys is too many? You know, of like, yeah, you know, a box of sex toys that is like under the bed. Then the fact that she's passing them to her friends, because as a guy, I can't have, I don't know. Let's think of a toy, a sex doll and say, hey, Avery. The mm. cops about to come to my house. I need you to take this blow up doll. What do you say? Uh, blow up doll? No. <laughs> You're like, hey man, this thing kind of stinks. Yeah, uh, I'm not touching that. Phil, we is. friends, but we ain't that good of friends. 
So I'm saying there's a stigma put on us because it's like, yo, we just use our hands, you know. And see, that's the thing. Women like to act like, oh, it's like you have hands, too. You have vegetables. Like, so after three toys, it's like, yeah, it's a bit. You're a freak. So if you're listening and you got more than three toys, we judging you. There's nothing wrong with being a freak, by the way. There's, you know, nothing. There's, there's nothing. Absolutely. Wrong. I'm not freakophobic. A- acknowledgement of knowing that you have there you a go. lot more Knowing is half the battle. You know what I'm saying? I'm not. Listen, I'm yeah. pro-ho, okay? But I want you to know and understand that you a ho. That's all. Yeah, like, I feel like if you take one toy, I guess. I was going to say something else, but I don't think I will. If you have one toy, one thing. More than three, yes. You ever been intimidated by any of those things? You know what? Because you, you, as a guy, you can't match up to that. You'll never be able to. No. Like, I can never make my dick uh, go in a 360 motion. Do like, all this stuff. Nobody does spit, that. And then they get mad at, uh, oh, I can't. I didn't come. Of course you didn't, because you've been using the Clipmaster 3000. <laughs> using the Xbox. Now, if they could hook that up to an Xbox controller, I my I would be the I would be <laughs> undefeated. I'd be sitting there like, A-A-B-B, up, up, down, down. I know how to play this game. I and and, and I'm, I'm a smart enough man, experienced enough at this point to understand that the sex toys at some point are our friends, meaning we use them as well as. Yeah, it's like ketchup. As it's well a, as It's, it's something that enhance. It's not but, the whole meal. But. Not the whole meal. Some of y'all taking this shit too far. Like I said, the fact that she's passing them off to another woman to say, and then it's like, I wonder if she told her what was in it or just, hey, I got this box. But you got to think if anybody hands you anything, you go, well, what's it? Mm-hmm. So I wonder if she just wrote on top of it, sex tools. Probably did. Flat out told her. I would her. never. My neighbor couldn't Because the head. You hold my sex Let's be real. That, that dead head in the box might not have been the smelliest thing. You don't uh, know how clean or how not this woman uh, is. You feel right, me? All right. See that? But then again. Why you have to go there? What but, nobody but, even, why but, you but then there? again, ladies. It's like, are the flies here for the vibrator uh, or the head? Uh, all right. All right. <laughs> The all flies right. are nope. just, just nope. coming off the deal, that, though. That's just, it. <laughs> that's it. We, we, we coming With up. nut on their faces. Hold on. Let me say this, we though. We coming up on let two me, hours. I just want to okay. let you know. Like, let no, me, you wanted me to let you know. Okay. I'm well, telling you. right here. Oh, you I, I, I just okay. say this last thing. One more? You want one more? You the good? last thing I'm going to say is. Sure. Go I'm sorry, ladies. Because we are judging ladies, and we talking about sex toys after talking about three men fucking some horses. So you know what? You, you ladies, y'all, if you're listening, y'all are better half. Um, y'all don't shoot up schools and nothing. Nope. Y'all just keep y'all little box of toys underneath the bed. Maybe we need to get some toys as men. And, oh, no, they and burn we, down houses, man. They and we wouldn't be houses, so crazy. Bro. They burned down houses, bro. She should have had that box of toys under her bed. Bro, she got mad because he answered eight text messages. So, and at four o'clock in the morning, she must have paid to take he, Uber. He should have left a sex toy and some batteries in the mailbox for her and <laughs> said, listen, if true. I fall asleep, you got to have a contingency plan. <laughs> and my man, he would have had his brother. His brother would have answered the door. So uh-huh. she'd have got hers. Uh-huh. Hey, come on <laughs> in. I got you. He's sleeping. I'll take I care. I got you. Come but we're keeping it all in the family. Uh-huh. What's mine is his. Mikasa Sukasa. Anyway, so, yeah, ladies, we sorry because we judged y'all hard on the box of toys, but we just went through three men fucking horses and cows. Nine horses, so. a bunch of dogs, a goat, and we're, a cow. We're clearly Sad. the sicker group. Sad. 
So, you know, do your thing. and Wow. Well. Just don't put your husband's head in the box of toys. With the toys. Bury it somewhere. I feel like she would have just took the tongue out and put it in the box. Ah, boy. All right. want to ask questions. You all know. right. We can end on Fail that Fail is in rare note. But thank y'all for listening this week. This has been the first long form of But I Don't Know, though. My name is Avery Mason. Once again, Avery Mason official on Instagram. The Avery Mason on Twitter. Phil. Uh, I am on all social media at I am Phil Hunt, um, Twitter, Instagram, all that stuff. Uh, any shows to check out? Any shows to check out? You're uh, tricky because you like to do this three weeks from now. So I would just say. Nah, well, actually, you know what? This one is going to come out um, week after next. <laughs> Anyway, uh, I'll he's, say this. He'll be at Stand Up in New York. He's at Stand Up in New York a lot, right? Yeah, but that wasn't what I wanted to say. Okay. So you I'll see, take it see back. how it's taking more time? Go ahead. Uh, I was privileged to be a part of the um, American Black Film Comedy Festival. Uh, so they're having that this week. Uh, go online to abffplay.com. And you'll have to pay a fee, but I got some very funny stand-up set there. And it's me and 15 other hilarious comedians you can check out. So you pay that one fee or whatever, and then you get to check out all 15 or 16 of us and the finals, the semifinals that I was in and the finals. Uh, so abffplay.com. Please go check that out. Uh, make sure to like, share, and subscribe to the show. We love all the feedback we're getting. You can leave us a voicemail on the Anchor.fm page. And be a part of the show. You want to be a part of the podcast without starting your own? Leave us a voicemail. I'll play for Phil. He'll love it. I love it. We love the support. Please go on and uh, rate us, too. That's the rating thing now. Yeah. That helps the algorithm. Comments, whatever. You five like stars. It. If you ain't giving us five stars, don't waste your time. Give us five hey, stars. Give us whatever stars you feel like. No, 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 man. You know, I want all five. I don't want one. What does that say about us? We get one star. Be dishonest. You know, appreciate the small things. <sighs> Well, I, well, at least if you're going to give us one star, leave okay. us a good review. Good review. Two, two nickels make a dime. All right, but you can't you can't buy a gum with a dime. That's what I'm saying. You, see, this is why it takes long. All right. All right. Thank you all for listening, man. We'll see you all next week. But I don't know, though. Man, you are a whole fool, man. You are... What's up, everybody? It's Avery Mason, co-host of But I Don't Know, though, here to remind you about our listener contest. If we can get to 150 subscribers, that's 150, we're going to be giving away this Nintendo Switch we got here. Not just any Nintendo Switch, one that I used for about two, three weeks. Didn't work out, but it could for you. And you can get a brand brand new used (laughs) Nintendo Switch with a couple of games. All you got to do is follow me and Phil on our social media platforms. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter, The Avery Mason on Twitter, Avery Mason Official on Instagram, and you can follow my co-host Phil on I Am Phil Hunt on all social media. And send us a message with the hashtag, but I don't know, that's hashtag B-U-T-I-D-K-T-H-O. Put it out there. You never know. And once we get to 150... One of you lucky listeners is going to win that switch. So I want to wish you luck. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.